coming up on this week's Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. No way, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that scares me. I promise you. I don't want to keep promising <laughs> something that I don't think is going to happen. Well, who thought about having a goat? I mean, that would be crazy to walk into a pub. Have a stallion next to a goat. It's a good, good idea though. Good idea. I, it's in the loft somewhere. I need to get yeah. it out. Do you reckon it would be worth something? Well, like it Bonobo might want it. Yeah, a video. <laughs> Remember then? Yeah. Yeah. Those were sp- that was a special day. That was excitement. Check it. You can watch a video on it. On this tiny little screen. But before that, are you a parent or a teacher that want to get your school gardening in 2022? Well, the School Garden Success Plan is here just for you it provides everything a teacher needs to get gardening from all of the raised beds the seeds the compost to the lesson plans every single month throughout the entire year and most importantly that's right most importantly teacher support we have a team that can help you the teacher with all the information that you need to teach your class how to garden. It's super easy to get involved with the School Garden Success Plan. Head over to skinnygenegardener.co.uk forward slash school success. That's skinnygenegardener.co.uk forward slash school success to get your class gardening in 2022. On with the show. characters down at the allotment you know I tend to keep myself to myself on the allotment on a whole yeah. partly because when I go down I just want to get on and do my work because I do have a day job that is quite long hours so when I'm there I just want to get on and get my allotment in sight that being said we do have a few people that generally when they're walking around they come up and say hello so one person who's quite new on the site used to be a customer of mine oh, so yeah. we have a nice chat with him He's he retired from the place that he worked, but he's taken on this half plot and he has transformed it in next to no time. Oh really? Looks absolutely stunning. Have a nice chat with him. Um, we've got another couple who I'll take a wander around. Um, they always stop and chat as well, and she's she's the lively one out of the two. He just sort of sits there in the background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> he's not grumpy. He's not. He's just. How he is, she does the talking and he does, yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's somebody down by the entrance who I quite often talk to as well. And I come in, he's an interesting bloke, I think he's 85. He said, oh. doesn't look he's fit, well, or was fit as fit. Unfortunately, last time I saw him, and I haven't seen him since, he said he's had some bad news from a doctor oh. about six months ago and pretty serious. So, yeah, man. Got to try and catch up with him if he's still around, but I haven't seen him since. Oh. Uh, he's, you know, he's a he's an ex army, so every other word is a swear word. Oh well, um, <laughs> he's like, you know, I, I was talking to him about the couch grass when he came up to my plot one day. And I sort of said, 
Yeah, I'm trying to do everything. Well, no, you're not, because you've still got cooch grass. You're not doing everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, that is the exact attitude you want to hear, because he's, he's, not, he's not giving you any... Um, he's not buttering you up. No, no. He's telling you what you need to do. Is it a, is it a plot with... Uh, do you have, like, plot parties or anything like that? They have a barbecue once a year, I believe. Mate, I thought you'd be the... Hang on. I thought they've banned barbecues at your plot. They have. They have. But they have a barbecue. But again, <laughs> it's all to do with the committee and the PTA and stuff like that, which I'm not a member of. No. We've got a shop that's open on a Sunday morning during season. Um, and a lot of people use that. But uh, you haven't been down to my plot recently. They've just recently built some new allotments as you, as we uh, at the entrance. Oh, okay. But these are disabled access so they're raised beds for people in wheelchairs. Oh, wow. Um, really, uh, part of the roadworks that have gone on, the, the uh, builders had to include those. That was part of the roadworks deal? Part of the roadworks deal, they'd include these. We've lost a bit of parking, but nobody really parked there because it was all grass anyway. And are they being used? Not yet, but I don't think it'll be long. Oh, well, that's well good. Yeah. Well, that's quite cool. Yeah. I think, I've got a feeling that in the future... Uh, we may see you give up your allotment and you just grow home, food from home. What do you say to that rumour that I'm spreading? Well, I, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen here. I would need a big house. But I, I don't know if I would necessarily want to do that. Part of the reason is that when I go down the allotment, I don't have any of the distractions. Yeah. Um, I'm down there and I can just lose myself for a few hours and I'm happy doing that. If it's at home, I mean, I can spend a few hours in the garden, but there's a lot of, oh, I'll run to the to- toilet. Oh, I'll make a cup of tea at the same time. And all of a sudden, those few hours, I don't get as much done because of all the, the um, what was the word I'm looking for? Um, I, I'm, oh, I can't think. Distraction. <laughs> we'll call it distractions. It's not the word I'm looking for, but. You're just not as productive. Not as productive, yeah. It's got to be. It's quite a lot, though. Like the, sp- the space you've got at the allotment end here is, yeah, a lot. Yeah, my allotment is the same size as my back garden. Yeah, um, but the back garden has multiple uses, whereas the allotment is purely growing food. What other uses has your back garden got? Chickens. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, chicken, right, fair enough. I mean, okay, that comes into the food production. In fact, they could be on the allotment as well, but we have to have a lawn because uh, when we have people round or a member oh, okay, likes yeah. to lie in the sun. Um, although people around I would sort of say you know what it's my garden I don't want it's not up to them what I do in my garden yeah um, sit on that chair in the corner and shout out yeah and then there's the patio area where we do go and eat our lunch or our dinner sometimes and have the barbecue going um, it's a big food growing area though it is a, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it is chickens chickens talk to me what do you want to know about them <laughs> Well, I've been, talk- I've been talking about getting chickens for quite some time now, Mr. Suggett, and uh, I've come to the conclusion that I'm not going to get any. I think you're making a mistake. I've, I'm with you. <laughs> but I have been ta- telling you I'm going to get chickens for yeah. about, well, since we met. Yes, yeah. In, in fact, I'm sure at BBC Gardeners World, yep. we went to go and look at some chickens, didn't we? We did, yeah. And we I did. said, I'm going to get one of these chickens this week. And you never did. Well, that was in 2000. 19 or whatever it was and uh, quite a few years on from then yeah so no I don't think I'm going to get chickens plus 
This new place I've just moved into has a fox. Well, that's fine. You can fox-proof the chicken runs from them. I mean, we lost a, a chicken this year to a fox, which is the first time in five years I've had chickens. What do you mean you lost? What, he took it? Um, he didn't take it. Man was working in the office, which looks out onto the back garden. Yeah. And because she's working from home, she lets the chickens out more. And But all of a sudden, this, it was in the middle of day, like not even evening, middle of the afternoon. Yeah. There was a, a fox in the garden that had pinned down one of our chickens. It wasn't eating, it had just pinned it down by its paw. So Amanda went running out there, grabbing the mop to scare off the fox. The chicken survived, but two weeks later she unfortunately did die, and I think it was the shock from the fox. You had stress? Stress, because um, it had a condition after that that I was trying to treat. Right. Um, which I attribute to the fox attack. Oh my gosh. Uh, but that's the first time in five years that we've had any sort of fox attack. Yeah. And that fox did keep coming back, and I put up my wildlife camera, and I discovered why, because it had cubs. And oh. the cubs, I got this, I have to find this video out, this cub, um, i got out to let the chickens out in the morning, yeah. and about five minutes later, I, was, I thought I heard something, five minutes after I'd gone back in, the chickens were in, it's still in the run, they weren't out in the garden, but five minutes after I went in, this little cub, tiny little thing, yeah. it would probably fit in the palm of my hand, it was so small, just came out from one of my uh, cloches. Uh, no way, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that scares me, especially like this fox that we've got around our way. He don't care to be honest with you. Like, I can't even protect my own bin bags, let alone a chicken. Well, but if you get the right coop, yeah, um, they pretty much are fox proof. But then you've got to keep them in the coop. Yeah. Um, what about in the winter though? That's what I worry about. They get us get cold. They've got feathers to keep them warm. I mean, we use their f- feathers in our, uh, well, some people do, I should say, in duvets and stuff to keep us warm. So I've never, ever heard of a chicken feathered duvet. Well, no, more duck feathers, but they're the same sort of thing. <laughs> How long have you had chickens for? About five years now, five, six years. What made you want to get chickens? It's just something that always interested me. I always wanted to do. I don't know why. I think might be going back to... Oh, chicken news coming chicken in news. right now. <laughs> um, might be going back to, I guess I always grew up watching The Good Life. And yeah, I yeah. love that sort of way of life. So maybe that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Just saying, always interesting. I'd love to keep ducks as well. Are you going to get some ducks? Not here. Again, if we have a big enough house, because you need a pond for ducks. Okay. Um, and I don't think the neighbours would appreciate the noise from the ducks either. Yeah, pretty noisy ducks, aren't they? Well, people who keep them tell me they're quieter than chickens, but I don't know, but they're messier than chickens. We've got a cockerel around our way. Oh, that's annoying. I've not heard him much no. yet. I did hear him, I was up quite early today, and he was... I mean, cockerels are meant to wake up when the sun comes up, right? Yeah. This one's yeah. going mental at like five in the morning. Um, unless there was something attacking that fox, maybe. It was sending the alarm out. True, but you know what it's like when people hear the alarms go off. Yeah, we and a, a neighbour's alarm went off the other day. No one oh. coming out. <laughs> went off for about an hour. Me. I don't even never seen the neighbour since then. No. Went off for ages. Yeah. Same with the cockerel. Probably no one even bothered. Nah. But 
Yeah, so we're only allowed cockerels on the allotment between something like September and May. Hold on, what? We're only allowed cockerels on the allotment between September and May. You're allowed animals on there? Yeah, we're allowed. Why don't you have your chickens on the allotment? Uh, purely because then I would have to go down there on a daily basis oh. to keep an eye on them. And the garden's big enough, I can keep them here. Right. It's my, and I can keep an eye on them better here. Especially, but people do have cockles on the allotment. I, I don't know if people do because of the fact that you can't get rid of them in May. Why? Because they might wake up the people that live nearby. There's no one that lives near the allotment, is there? Yeah, yeah, there's houses and building houses again next alongside it. Oh, okay. So I can, I can completely understand it. I don't want waking up at four o'clock in the morning in the middle of summer. I mean, seagulls are bad enough. Yeah, the seagulls do the work down this way, yeah, didn't they, for yeah, you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no one's going to get a cock goose. <laughs> it's like having a um, a timeshare, isn't it? Yep. What are you meant to do with it when uh, you're not there? Yeah. Well, when they're not allowed to be there. Yeah. Um, I never, I never knew people kept cockles in there. What's the point of a cockerel anyway? Uh, well, to if you're trying to breed chickens, they probably have it for that. So that, for example, people can then breed their own chickens to for the freezer sort of thing. With me? I know. Oh, you mean like eat the chicken? Eat the chicken. Yeah. Yeah, I've got yeah. Yeah. Not that I would ever do that, but some people might. It's pretty extreme, isn't it? You get a lot of eggs from your chickens. Usually. I mean, my chickens are now, the ones I've got now, one's about five years old and the other one's three years old. So they're getting to that point where they're not they're not laying at the moment, be it as we're going into winter. Yeah. So what will happen next year, I'll probably look at getting two new, fresh, young chickens. Right. So we we get our egg supply up, and when they lay eggs, they'll add to it. Um, the, the older ones, that is. I mean, the egg bits. I like. The, I like the sound of the egg bit. Yeah. I like, quite like the the idea of waking up in the morning and going and get an egg, but yeah. I don't quite like the idea of. I I couldn't lay there and worry about a fox coming at you. I think if with the white crate, white crate, white coop, you won't worry about it. Your coop looks pretty. Solid to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, will, I, will, I know we're not allowed to mention brand names, but I've got to say it is a very good coop designed purposely for. What's it called? What? I don't worry, I'm not going to get sponsored by a chicken oh, right. coop brand, uh, so one... I wouldn't worry <laughs> about it. My one's the, the coop that we're in currently is uh, Oblet, who makes them. Here we go. And it's called uh, Eglu. Now, originally before that, I did have the wooden one. Which I did, which is one at the bottom of the garden. Well, I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. At the moment. Uh, that was pretty secure as well. But I made sure every night they were locked away. So even if Fox did get in, they couldn't get to them. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's half the thing is make sure they're locked away every night. But yeah, I, I mean, I can't even look after a fish, if I'm honest with you. This is my, my, my worry. Fish is. It's lucky. Ol- Olive's just lucky, really. Yeah. Fish are harder in some ways to keep than chickens. Chickens are so easy to keep. Yeah. Really you do are. tell me. I know you tell me all the yeah. time how easy they are. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to come off this podcast and tell you I'm going to get one. Well, I believe I don't want to keep promising you. I don't want to keep promising <laughs> something that I don't think is going to happen. Well, instead of chickens, what might be easier actually is quail. Are you telling me this because you're getting rid of your quail? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> do you want some? <laughs> why, uh, why quail? Well, quail 
need much less space. In fact, you could keep them indoors in a hamster cage sort of thing. Not like, I think that might be a bit too small. But, yeah. But it is possible. Um, you get eggs from them, obviously, but tiny little eggs. Yeah. In comparison, they're tasty, very tasty eggs. Say. Um, and I think quail, in many ways, I mean, 12 quail eggs cost £12.65 from Sainsbury's. Oh, we shouldn't have said that, should I? How, how much? Tw- £2.65, not £12.65. £2.65 for 12 eggs. Two pound. Okay, yeah. So, and what, six eggs? You can mention supermarkets, so... <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> it's just a shop. 12 eggs, 12 chicken eggs... I, I mean, I don't know how much they are anymore. I haven't bought eggs for so long. One pound ton? Yeah. So. Cheap. They're cheap. Pun intended. The quail, quail's eggs are a lot more value behind them for something much smaller. Why are you going to get rid of your, why are you going to get rid of your quail, so? Well, what we've realised is that we ended up with loads and loads of quail eggs. And we, we'd try and eat them a lot, but we just had too many. And we were getting a bit bored of the quail's eggs. The chicken eggs are a lot more useful yeah. in the sense that one egg is probably equivalent to three quail's eggs. If you're doing a cake or something, you're going to grab a couple of chicken eggs rather than half a dozen quail eggs. Yeah, it's a good and point. a lot easier to use uh, and so on. And I don't, because the quail, quails have to stay in a cage, you can't let them free range. Um, you're not allowed to let release them into the wild. We just kind of feel a bit like we're not giving them the best life that they could have. Yeah. I mean, they were rescued. I should explain that. That's how we ended up with them. Right. Because uh, someone I knew who bred quails had to get rid of them because they were having problems with rats, and their cats had told them get rid of them, oh. and she was going to feed them to the cat. So I went, shut up. What? Yeah, yeah, she was going to feed them to the cat. To get rid of them. So and what I are you no. going to do with them now? You're not going to chuck them down the toilet, are you? No, no, we'll just <laughs> let them... Um, you go, what, what? You're just going to let them... Just going to let them die of their own accord. We're not going to... I know that sounds awful, but old age, you know, they don't live forever. Right, okay. You know, You're just not going to get any new ones, Just basically. not going to get any new ones. But the good thing with quails, I mean, I've had quails four years now, and I've learned how to breed them, how to incubate them, Yeah. which is a useful skill... Because I couldn't do it with the chickens so much, because I would need a cockfall and so on. Right. Okay. So it's been useful in that regard to learn that side of things. Yeah. And that's the other thing with quail is you get all all the benefits of having chickens in some ways, without with some negatives, of course, but without as many negatives in the smaller space that you can uh, do more with them. If we're having a goat, let me just interrupt this piece of audio gold by saying hey if you want to support everything that lee yes i speak about myself in the third person does with the school gun success plan and this podcast you can through skinny jean gardener shop that's right skinny jean gardener shop but i know what you're saying hey i bet you'll be selling some t-shirts so we've done that we've missed out on the t-shirts i said they were one off you've missed it mate you've missed it we've got in 2022 some very unique very unique handcrafted items in the shop including a 60 minute audio best of of the phone in show on cassette tape that's right and some very unique polaroids not like that polaroids that you can get your hands on 
from behind the scenes of the gardening world. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, plus so much more which I've been handcrafting, getting creative with just for you. If you want to find out more and have a look, it's skeenjingarner.co.uk forward slash shop. That's skeenjingarner.co.uk forward slash shop. Right, back to the podcast. Here for having a goat. We have, we have. And what happens? Um, we got the dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. Would you have got a goat though? Uh, I don't think. Again, I would love a goat if we had. I've not met anyone that's got a goat for their own garden. Yet. No. If I had lived in somewhere, which would be my dream, somewhere where we had no neighbours, yeah, then yeah, I would have a goat. Well, would that matter if you've got neighbours? Surely. The noise, the smell. I mean, they probably don't smell that bad. Um, it, it's more the noise than anything from from the neighbour's perspective that I would worry about. I tried to buy a goat once. Okay. Did I tell you about this? No. So I was doing I was doing a a project with Dale. We were doing some filming, and uh, part of it was talking about lawnmowers. And basically, we wanted to see if you didn't have a lawnmower, could you cut the grass just by having a goat? Found it actually quite difficult to buy a goat. Yeah. Could hire a goat. I was going to say, I know you can hire goats. That's mental, isn't it? Yeah. Quite expensive. Yeah. To hire a goat. A lot more expensive than buying a lawnmower, it turned out. Yeah. Um, That film will never see light of day. Right. But uh, I would like a goat. Yeah. I'd like the idea of a goat, but not in this house. I mean, like I said, I've got a reasonable size garden, but... It's big enough for a goat. Big enough, it's big enough for a goat, but it's also semi-detached, so the neighbours are... Well, ask them if they like goats. Uh, well, I, I, I mean, as you know, he's up at, I think I said earlier, the, the young lad, he's a gardener by trade, he's up at six o'clock and out the door. He'd love a goat then. He probably would. He probably <laughs> would. But I just, I, I mean, in my mind, I'd be worried about, oh, is it making noise? Is it upsetting the neighbours? Yeah. And that's what puts me off. Even though our neighbours are very good, probably were like, when we got the chickens, they, they were. I checked with them, it was okay, and they were like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. But I would still worry about the noise. And what if they sell the house and somebody else moves in? That's a good point. If you're listening to this podcast, you have got a goat. Are they noisy? Know. Yeah. Are they noisy? Yeah. yeah. Good, I mean, good question. I knew, I worked in a pub once, that was a customer of mine who had goats in the pub. When you say in the pub, you mean... Well, in the garden, pub yeah. garden. I mean, that would be crazy to walk into a pub yeah. and have a Stella next to a goat. <laughs> it's a good good idea, though. Good idea. Um, what, like, I had like pet goats? Pet goats, yeah. For the pub? Yeah, for the pub. I guess it's something to keep the kids entertained when the parents were down the pub. Which, sure. Yeah. Nanny Little goat? Farm. Yeah, nanny goat, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, well, you know. Uh, I'm more likely to get a goat than I am to chickens. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how that goes. Wait and see how it yeah. goes, mate. Um, so, obviously, growing veg and now podcaster. Yes. How this come about, mate? What everyone knows you're a podcaster. If you've listened to the show before, everyone knows you're a podcaster. Yeah, I, I think it's safe to say I'm probably one of the longest running podcasters in the gardening world. How long have you been going for? 2013, eight years now. Wow. Yeah. That yeah, is a long, long time. You were one of the first. I, yeah. I, I, 
I certainly was one of the first independents. Back then, the, there was a lot from America who did similar to me, who were just people who were enthusiastic. Yeah. But for UK-based, it was basically um, BBC, Gardner's World. Not Gardner's World, sorry, Question Time. Oh, Question Time, Time, yeah. Which was a radio show that they just put out on a podcast. And there was a, quite a few radio gardening radio shows that put out on podcast. The RHS did their own one. Uh, well, even then, even back then, yeah, yeah, they were, they were going. They only did the one then. I think they do two now, and I think that was it really for UK based. Um, there was one other who, um, I'm trying to remember his name, the Irish guy, Donegan. Yeah, that's him. Uh, he was going before me as well. Yes, um, and he was the only one I felt was. A bit different than the others. Nothing against Gardner's Question Time or anything. It's just I at the time YouTube was gardening YouTube channels was all the rage, and as were gardening blogs. Yeah. Uh, but there was nothing in the podcast world that I felt hit the target of what I was looking for. You listened to podcasts then, did you? I mean, I've been listening to podcasts since they started, pretty much two thousand six. I didn't even know what. Yeah, I started. But this was before even the iPhone was invented. So when you listen to a podcast, it was on an MP3 player. Nothing really had Wi-Fi back then either. So you had to download it onto your laptop by connecting a wire to the internet. Yeah. Um, you might have done it on Wi-Fi, but your MP3 players didn't have Wi-Fi. Yeah. So you actually had to plug a lead in to the laptop to get it onto your MP3 player to listen to it out in the mail. It's long. It was such a... How long a, were the podcasts? Again, it depends. Back back in two thousand and six, obviously, it was a it was a pretty geeky thing to listen to. Most of it was podcasters listening to other podcasters. Yeah, yeah. So it was a, a bit of a geeky thing, and the effort involved was quite tricky, as you as you can imagine from what I've just said. You yeah, know, plugging these leads into you got to really want to listen to. I mean, yeah. there's not even now. I cannot imagine any of my listeners sitting there for a, how long that used to take to upload it. Well, it'd be, I think for me it became a routine because I would just finish work, come home, turn my laptop on, it would automatically download. You've got to remember this was before iTunes was even invented as well, so you wow. had to collect RSS feeds and wow. find the codes. It was very complicated to do that. Um, iTunes made it so much easier yeah. because they just automatically downloaded onto your iPod, it was then. Yeah. So that the old iPod days, iPod. mate. Yeah, I've still got it somewhere. Have you? Uh, it's in one of these drawers. I've got, do, do you know what? I just went off subject, but I've got a U2 official iPod. Yep. Uh, back. All Bono's music on. And one of the first when the iPod was released, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah. I think I've done, probably worth tens of pounds now. Does it work? I. It's in the loft somewhere. I need to get yeah. it out. Do you reckon it would yeah. be worth something? It's worth looking into. Bono might want it. Yeah. It reminds an old 30 gigabyte iPod video. Yeah, a video. <laughs> Remember them? Yeah. yeah. Those were, oh, that was a special day. That's an excitement. Days. Check. You can watch a video on it. On this tiny little screen. God. Um, but, but they didn't have Wi-Fi back then either. No. Built. I don't even think they had Bluetooth. It's... Uh, wild times yeah yeah 
dock it to update all your music <laughs> software and stuff. Um, it wasn't until really the i iPod iPhone and the iPod Touch came out that it started yeah becoming a lot easier to listen to podcasts. Yeah, I remember those days. Yeah. Um, what got what made you decide to do your own garden podcast though? Well, like I said, there was a lack of gardening podcasts. At the time, I was reading magazines all the time, uh, watching YouTube videos, reading blogs. Yeah. Uh, but when I was driving for work, I was really missing some garden content. Right. So I decided that was one of the reasons I wanted to make my own podcast, to try and inspire other people to create their own gardening podcast. Um, and the weird thing about this at the time, what I had in my head, you know when you're sort of planning these things and you have a vision in your head of somebody that, I had the vision of somebody starting their own po gardening podcast. Yeah. Lucy Chamberlain was the person I had in my head. What? I, I don't know why, but I just, because she was an editor of Grow Your Own, was it? Hang on a sec. What? So when you first started podcasting? Uh-huh. I wanted to try and get other people. One of the things I did. And one of them people was Lucy head. Chamberlain. Yeah, yeah. That. Does Lucy know that? No, I haven't said that. You I should tell Lucy and solve that. That's mental. Because part of the reason they've started their own podcast is because of us. Oh so my I'm like, God, <laughs> the worlds of the universe has collided. Yeah, it was weird when I, wow. when I said that. You've had them on your podcast? I've, yes, yeah, yeah. Must have been a special moment, mate. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even know. Didn't, didn't even know, know how I mean, excited it, you were about it. it. I, I didn't even know Lucy then. It was just because she was in the magazine, and I would read that magazine quite regularly. Yeah. It Just the image I had in my head was Lucy doing a podcast, which is I? weird. You're like a fortune teller. Well, if only I could make money from that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was one of the reasons, because there was a lack of gardening podcasts out there i didn't think i was going to be any good at it yeah i wasn't a public speaker back then i was incredibly shy but i just picked up the microphone and started doing it um on the hope that it'll get other people going and get the content going uh, which i think it did work yeah uh, i also was about to get married right i think it was about a year before i got married and of course there's the speeches and i was terrified of that right yeah um, so I thought it's going to give me the practice to do public speaking. So I think that's the main two reasons that I started. Oh, the, um, the main reason, I guess, or the main reason I did it then was to inspire more people to grow their own food. We were just out of that 2007 recession then. Right. And there was a lot of people complaining they couldn't feed their families still. I was still at school, mate, so... Well, this was about 2013 by this point. Oh, okay, all right. But there was a lot of people complaining still then. They couldn't feed their families. Oh, okay. We living on £20 a week while saving up for, to pay for our wedding. Yeah. And because we were growing our own food. And I was getting, I don't want to sound like a bit of an arsehole, but I was getting annoyed with people on the news that you see they're complaining they didn't have food and then you just go to their garden and it was just grass. Yeah, you thought, the come on, mate. Yeah. Staring at you in the face. Yeah. But I figured that probably the reason is they don't know how to do it. Okay. Coming up next week, Mok Mwaka 
Honey. Yeah, Manuka or something. Yeah, Manuka, whatever it's called, I don't know. Yeah. Why is it so expensive? I have no idea. That's all I need to know. <laughs>